Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I'm Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in the holy city of Jerusalem. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. to speak about the upcoming holiday of Pesach. Pesach is coming! Pesach is coming! (laughs) I know that this can be anxiety-provoking for many, but I'm hoping that the teachings we will discuss today will infuse our Pesach preparations with holiness and light and elevation and simcha and joy. I will be working off of a new Haggadah, which just came out by Rav Moshe Weinberger of Eish Kodesh Shul in Woodmere, New York. It's called In the Heart of the Fire. I highly, highly recommend it. I'm not not even halfway through and already it's just blowing my mind. And what we're going to speak about today is a few pieces that I read in the Haggadah that really spoke to me that I, I put together. There is so much light and understanding and freedom that comes down into the world on Pesach, but we have to we have to be a kli, we have to be a vessel to receive it. So hopefully through this class we can begin to prepare ourselves to receive this light that is coming down. And the main question I want to focus on today is what is the freedom that we can access on Pesach? There are two general types of freedom that I want to discuss today. To start with the first one, I want to look at the difference between chametz and matzah. Chametz, bread, is the evil inclination. This is what our sages tell us. It represents haughtiness. It represents pride. It's the embodiment of the idea that through wisdom, we can shape our lives according to our will that we can outsmart Hashem, that we can rule over nature. This is how Pharaoh viewed the world. And anyone who behaves according to this worldview is like a mini Pharaoh, which is very harsh because I think a lot of us do view the world this way a lot of times, not meaning to, but it's incorrect. Matzah represents wholesomeness. It represents wanting nothing more than being the way Hashem made it. It's not trying to be something that it's not. It's not trying to impress other people, puff itself up. It's simple. It's happy. And it's this attitude that we need to adopt to draw close to Hashem. Another difference. Chametz, when we make bread, when we make challah, when we're making the dough, we shape it. Chametz has plans for what form it wants to take. Matzah is happy with how it is right now. So chametz ruins our joy because it doesn't allow us to enjoy the present moment. It demands that everything is just so. Everything needs to be my way. It needs to be the form I want to take. But matzah is, again, happy with how it is right now. We know that we're supposed to trust Hashem completely, but it's hard to live like this. Because we, our nature is that we want to feel in control and secure. This need to control the future is an aspect of Egyptian servitude, and it's like our own personal slavery. It's it's like chametz. And Rabbi Weinberger makes a very, very beautiful point here that I think is relevant to a lot of people. At the Seder, he says, many people conduct themselves as slaves by imposing too much of their own artificial expectations on themselves and their guests. And he says so much of our stress is self-inflicted. It's so true. 
And he gives examples both in the physical realm and the spiritual realm. For example, we want our mitzvot. This is very spiritual, but it's still a form of slavery. We want our mitzvot to look a certain way. We want to make sure we're so worried everyone eats the right amount of matzah, that we're giving over the right divrei Torah, that the food is perfect, that the children are perfectly dressed and behaved. He says this is Pharaoh's way of thinking. And he even gives an example of the Chasim Sofer, who is an amazing Torah sage, who authored many Torah insights into Pesach, but he kept the Seder simple in the manner of freedom, in the manner of matzah. So on Pesach, we can receive the gift of true freedom to be simple and uncomplicated like the matzah. We can sit at the Seder filled with faith, happy and free of all stress. How? By freeing ourselves from all of these artificial expectations. On Pesach, Hashem is giving us freedom from worry if we want it. We can tap into the power not to worry or think about the future. We can be happy with the uncertainty. And I know this is hard, but it's so liberating if we can do it. Knowing that our lives are in Hashem's loving hands. And the greatest pleasure of Pesach is to just close our eyes and go with Hashem wherever he takes us. I'm going to quote Rav Weinberger here. He says, freedom means that nothing causes us to feel sad, anxious, or pressured. The details of how things turn out make no difference at all. We say to Hashem, if this is the way you want it, I am happy with it. We did our best to prepare, but if this is how you wanted it to turn out, I'm happy. If you're blessed to be a mother of young children, you know that sometimes the Seder is spent, half of the Seder is spent helping your child, (laughs) you know, taking your child to the bathroom, putting your child to sleep. The Seder, it's such an elevated and lofty night. And I know for me personally, there's nothing more that I love than to sit at the Seder and read Divrei Torah and really get into the spiritual aspect of it. But Baruch Hashem, thank God, I'm a mother of a young child. And so that's not always realistic. My job is to take care of my child, first and foremost. So that means that I might have to leave the table with her and come back and just read through the, through the Seder to catch up. And instead of, you know, there have been years where I felt like upset and even resentful, but in light of what we're talking about, it's like, no, I can be free from these artificial expectations that I have to have a very long Seder with very deep words of Torah In order for it to be a good Seder, I can be happy with the way that it turns out regardless of how it turns out. Of course, I want to prepare myself spiritually, physically, and in all the best ways, you know, give my child a nap, do everything I can so that it can be a good experience. But at the end of the day, I'm not in control of how it turns out. Hashem is. And we want to be happy with the results. We want to free ourselves from feeling like we can control the results because we can't. And we definitely learn that during Corona. So Rav Weinberger says, this is our job on Pesach, to be free. Hashem gives this gift to anyone who opens his hands and heart to receive it. Through this gift, we can become happy with the way Hashem conducts our lives. So the first freedom that we're talking about is the freedom of Amuna, the freedom of faith in Hashem, and the freedom to be simple and to be happy with the results and recognize that they're out of our control. These freedoms come stem from the freedom of Amuna. You know, Judaism doesn't believe in happiness as an end in itself. We believe that happiness is a natural byproduct of this Amuna, of this faith in Hashem and knowing that everything is ultimately from Him and everything is ultimately for our best. So freedom number one is freedom of Amuna.
Rav Moshe Gersht has a book called It's All the Same to Me. And he asks, he asks and answers the question, well, if we're always supposed to be happy with what is, doesn't that mean we're going to become complacent in life? And he says, no, 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 this is, this is not true. He says, being happy with our lot does not mean that we're complacent. We put in our effort, but we understand that the results are not up to us, that they're up to Hashem, and however they turn out is for our best, and we can be happy and at inner peace knowing that. So this is the difference. And it's actually, it's amazing. It's shown in the letters of the chametz, the ches, and, and the matzah, the hey. Because chametz and matzah in, in Hebrew have the same letters. The only difference is the ches and the hey. The hey has a little gap while the ches is fully closed. And our sages teach us that the chametz believes nothing is broken. Nothing needs to be fixed. On the other hand, the matzah has a broken leg there and it admits something is missing. The matzah is happy with what is, but also wants to be better. He's hum it's humble. The chametz is not happy with what is and doesn't want to be better. <laughs> it's really amazing. Okay, freedom number two. There's a strong connection between the holiness of Pesach and searching, looking and finding something that's missing. What is this connection between Pesach and searching? So before Pesach, we're searching the house for chametz, for the things that are holding us back from being our true selves. This is what chametz is. It's arrogance, it's laziness, it's anger, it's haughtiness, it's pride. And then right before Pesach, we burn the chametz. We remove whatever is not the real me to reveal our true inner self and allow it to express itself in the world. Rav Weinberger makes a beautiful point. He says, even if we've not really changed this aspect of our character. You know, for instance, I want to remove all of my arrogance, even if I've not actually done that. The act of burning the chametz shows that I've changed because I no longer want to be connected to that bad trait. I want to grow. So in that way, I've already changed just by burning the chametz. Rav Weinberger says, we don't know who we truly are, nor do we appreciate where we come from. We don't realize our greatness. We don't realize our potential. And we, we don't realize how much we could actually achieve if we could just remove the chametz, the limitations that, that we have. He says it's hidden from us in this world who we really are because we live in a dark world. We are in exile now. So we're all looking for something in life, but we don't know what it is, so we can't fix it. You know, people say, when I get X, I'll be happy. When I move into that house, I'll be happy. When I get that raise, I'll be happy. But then they get that thing and they continue to search. They're never satisfied. So Rav Weinberger says, on Pesach itself, if we search, Hashem will open our eyes and enlighten us to recognize our root and purpose in this world. And when we know that, we become free. This is very deep and very powerful. On a national level, as a member of the Jewish people, we have a, a certain goal, you know, a certain purpose in this world. And then as individual souls, we have an individual purpose in this world. And when we are in touch with that, and we're able to work through whatever it is we need to work through to actualize our potential, this is freedom. You know, slaves don't have the potential. Slaves can't actualize their potential. They have to do what their master tells them. We're free. Being free means I have free will to choose to reveal 
my potential and my light into this world. There's nothing more powerful than that because we're imitating our creator. So this is a time where we really can go inward and think about what is blocking us from being our best self. Are there traumas that we need to work through, grudges that we need to let go of? Every year I make a chametz list, a list of the traits that are holding me back, the things that are holding me back, and a list of things that I want to be free from. And during the Seder, while I'm eating the matzah, I, I, I look at it and I read through it. It's very powerful. So the second freedom that we're talking about is freedom to be our true selves. So these two freedoms that we're talking about, freedom of amuna, freedom to be our true selves, these are really lifelong endeavors. So it could be easy to feel very overwhelmed, like I'm really going to achieve this on, on the Seder nights. But our sages teach us such a beautiful thing that the word Pesach, they mean to pass over. And during this time, we can actually jump levels in terms of our growth. This is what our sages teach us. It's, it's a time where the energy is ripe to really jump levels in our lives. So that's the first point. And the second point is becoming better people and growth comes through small steps. I'll never forget a story that I heard from Rebetzin Heller. She said, if you think about the righteous Gentiles in World War II who risked their own lives to save Jewish people, and people who were being hunted down by the Nazis. What enabled these people to become heroes in that moment? She said what enabled them to become heroes was not a sudden change in that moment. It was many, many, many small acts of self-sacrifice and heroism and doing the right thing that led up to that moment where, to them, the natural decision was of course we're going to help this person because of all the previous smaller decisions that they had made leading up to that. So any small act in the right direction is one step closer to, to achieving these freedoms that we're talking about. In sum, Pesach is the time of freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from being unconscious. Freedom from letting our ego dictate our actions. And freedom to really let go to let God, freedom of Amuna, freedom to trust Hashem, freedom to go inside ourselves and discover who we really are and express that in the world. And I bless us that we should be able to take advantage of this special time and draw down this energy of freedom that is coming into the world and really incorporate it into our lives and make it a reality. I want to wish you a Chag Kasher V'Sameach, a happy and healthy Kosher Pesach, and I will see you on the other side. Enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Be blessed.